Khalif Raymond from the 30. Flag is down. And Raymond has run out of bounds. Another flag comes in at the 32. There are six flags on the field. in a three-man booth today it's pretty nice it's like uh like vintage monday night football when they just rock the three heads and it's uh national water what, wait what was it national water balloon day so wow that's a good one because a core memory as a child for me is water balloon fights i don't know summer camps anytime they busted out it was a great time alex what's up water balloon huge water balloon guy any water gun sport really i think that was part of one of my uh i think we had like a summer barbecue draft i think that was one of my activities just like any any sort of water activity always good so Not really a water balloon fight or like water gun fight type of guy because it's kind of just like how do you win like i don't know it's just kind of seems pointless to me and i i never really did them and they don't really seem that fun from the outside because you know there's no winner i mean do you do everything in life to win and lose like if I'm playing like a game then yeah like it needs to be some goal in mind not just like chucking them at people i don't know but what if you hit someone and it's like really satisfying like you nail them good yeah then let's play dodgeball you know what i mean like you're out but like splat know. it's hot out water sure. no nah, like you don't like seeing someone with a dry shirt say like a gray shirt <laughs> and you yeah, just yeah, yeah. splat them with the water and it's like i have your shirt up that's just evil oh it's a flex but it's yeah we're rocking the uh, emergency three-man crew. We didn't know until two minutes ago. Right? Word, word is, word is, it's a little loud. Yeah, yeah, that's the rumor. So we were all set for a 9 p.m. kickoff. Uh, it was puck drop at 9. Well, it was actually 10. It was actually going to be an 8 p.m. kickoff, and then we were asked to delay it to a 9 p.m. kickoff. I forgot about this. Yeah, yeah. We were all set for eight, and then we got a heads up from someone who will be not be named, who will not be named. And he said, guys, we're going to need to do 9. And we all said, okay, 9 p.m. puck drop. Let's make it happen. And it's 9.50 right now, and we just got started. I don't really uh, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting. The 9.50 p.m. text, like, hey, guys, I'm, like, still a little far. No, uh, no, I can't make it tonight. Just yeah. I'm way far. Yeah. I- yeah. I- I'm way far. I'll yeah. be there at 9, but I haven't even left the location I'm supposed to leave yet. <laughs> So if I can go back in time, like tenant and like figure this out, then yeah. Yeah. Reverse boy. <laughs> um, we're, we're back after the, uh, the hall of fame game. And I see a lot of people tweeting there. They're like, Oh, every week from here on out, you'll have football. Like, sure. That's nice in theory, but it's also the hall of fame game. And I don't really consider Jake Luton against Jared Stidham football quite yet but i don't know well i didn't catch much of it 27 11 is the final canton stadium whatever it's called alex big dub for your raiders you said they were looking good yeah i like i'm not gonna lie i watched like 10 minutes um of the game more than 99 percent of people probably. probably um and yeah i mean some of the guys looked all right like zamir white rookie let's go, uh, name let's go. rookie our rookie running back out of georgia looked good some Johnson guy, uh, or is our wide receiver, um, 
had some had some speed, man. Took the top off the defense a couple of times, and Jarrett Stidham honestly had a couple of decent throws. So that's um, Owen's guy. Yeah, Jarrett Stidham and um, damn, what's the other guy's name? His, I'm blanking. Uh, oh, Mullins. Mullins. Yeah, yeah. They they looked all right. So so far so good. And yeah, like Phil said, it is a bit cringy. Like I said, I I do respect the diehards. I'm not as diehard as you know some of those people. But where you're saying like we're basically in football now, like we're not. Like we still have another month left. I don't know why we're acting like it's week one of the NFL season. Like, yeah. chill, dude. Like you like Raiders minus three and a half? Yeah. What? Who the hell's betting on that? Oh my <laughs> god. Also, uh, didn't realize that. Um, that that the Canton Stadium was like the Chargers Stadium. Very little. Wow, that is a small one. Yeah, and the lights are really big. Why yeah. are the lights so big? No. What do you? I mean, I don't understand. I'm I'm dealing with a uh, a, a sleep foot right now, and it's really really throwing me off my uh, game. I'm trying the first ever crisscross. I Apple saw you. Podcast. Yeah, I saw you moving around. I'm like, what's going on here? Yeah, it's it's a problem. Well, I'm just going to shake it out. Power, while, power uh, through. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Um, the other thing that was going on this week in the NFL, and I would say this is a huge, huge story, is ayahuasca, Aaron Rodgers. He's, he's decided that DMT is to credit for his two MVP trophies. I think it's starting to all piece together, like the oh, tattoo, yeah. Oh, yeah. the hair, the DMT, like weekly sessions. I'm, I was very interested to hear he who will not be named take on this one. I thought he was really going to cook it up, but I yeah. got big shoes to fill. I don't know. I was also like really looking forward to hearing his takes because he's kind of like a big anti Aaron Rodgers guy, but he's also a big like pro DMT guy. So for never having done it, yeah. he loves DMT. He loves it. <laughs> So I don't know where his take would have been, but um, yeah, this was like, it's almost like the least surprising news that's been broken, even though it's like such a big story. Like you kind of expected it along, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, it makes, and you look at the tattoo now and you're like, yep. Yeah. Yeah. He, he drew that one up. Yeah. I just want to know where Monday night gratitude fit into all this. Oh yeah. Oh. Was that cooked up on that's some probably Iwaska? during one? Yeah. Yeah. Big time. <laughs> You got anything on this, Alex? Well, I just think uh, which lady's been in his life a little longer than he's let us know. Oh, good point. I forgot about it. Because oh, I know you're saying I, that's why they might have broken up, him and Shailene. Well, yeah. Mm. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think he might have been like dating Shailene, but really he was he was cheating on her because he, we only got news that he was um, in a relationship with which lady like three months ago. And who else literally would who else would have gotten them into this than which lady? So she, well, he did say he was good friends with Joe Rogan during the uh Oh god, that also makes sense. Rogers, um, I know there's gonna be a report where like Christmas time, it's like what do you get for his O line? Just DMT. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like uh Carson Wentz with the cooler, but instead it's just DMT. Yeah. In, in the a little self reflection. Wait, yeah. is DMT legal? Or... See, this is what people were saying. Josh Gordon is is just rolling over wherever he is right it's now. It's not legal, right? I don't think it is. I don't think so. I don't know. I think DMT feel like it is. I don't know. I feel like it's something le- illegal. So it's illegal to make, buy, possess, or distribute. So if he never so... owned it, <laughs> if he never owned it, he never criminal. bought it. 
and he just used it, I guess it's not illegal. Huh. Wow. If someone wow. like if someone forced it into his and mouth I wonder or why Devontae Adams wanted out. I wonder why too. <laughs> Here's an idea though. We're saying, okay, legal, illegal. Aaron Rodgers is saying this is a performance enhancer. He won the last two MVPs. We Good need to point. put this on the banned wow. substance list. Yep. Like uh, like wow. straight, hard, like just injecting yourself with straight PEDs. Was, this was is Barry Bonds all over again? It really is. Yeah. If you think about it, all of a sudden his neck's going to start growing, the hair. Yeah. Maybe he'll just have a Maybe full Maybe a head. bigger forehead. Yeah. I don't know. Did you yeah. guys get a the couple pods I missed? Did you guys get a chance to talk about his like uh... – tank top and the jeans and all that oh yeah yeah oh, i yeah. said back and creepier than ever yeah. yeah that was that was very creepy and uh yeah it didn't look like that photo when i saw the photo like this photo smelled bad <laughs> like just the photo smelled bad so um aaron Rodgers is so weird god I don't know what's going on, but anything that happens now, he's reached the point where you will believe anything, kind yes. of. Yes. Which this fit right on car, uh, right on par. I'm looking forward to see what story comes next. The other big thing that was going on this week, there's actually a couple things. NFL really taking back the reins in terms of stories. The Dolphins get their first round pick in 2023 docked. They're, I think, third in 2024 docked. And uh, it's, of course, because they were tampering. Roger Goodell said unprecedented tampering with Tom Brady and Sean Payton, multiple year period. And I mean, we've been hot on this show about this topic. I think we hit it like three times. I was telling you guys, you guys couldn't believe it. And then over time, we all just started to believe it. And now that it's confirmed, I feel such closure. I feel like I have an explanation for everything. Why Sean Payton randomly quit his job all of a sudden makes a lot of sense. Why Tom Brady retired for six weeks, that makes a lot of sense. I feel like Bruce Arians might have burned a little hot. But were you guys surprised at all by this being confirmed, or were you believers over the time we'd hit it over and over again? I think I was more surprised when you brought it up, but uh, you've kind of trickled it into my mind. So now it's kind of like, oh, like Phil was right, you know? Not really a shock, so respect. Respect Thank to you. Phil. Thank huge. You. Huge. This is, I don't know what's better, me breaking that David Gettleman was going to retire at the end of the season or this. <laughs> that was better because <laughs> nobody else in the world knew that except you. It was like you were talking to his son. <laughs> um, but it was surprising at first because, I mean, I wasn't that aware of like the Dolphins owner and, you know, kind of how he runs uh, runs the organization and stuff. But like now it's no surprise really just because it's such a poorly run organization and all the stuff they do. It's, I mean, once I heard the Brian Flores stuff, which was absolutely disgusting, none of this is surprising to me. So um, it's good to see the NFL taking some action here on the Dolphins and, and their owner. I saw he is, of course, suspended. I like how they suspend an owner. Like, what? Like, well, yeah. wow. what's he going to do? Go on his yeah. yacht for another two months? Like, oh. I don't really understand. But he's suspended till week, like, six. And then they're all. he also got fined $1.5 million. I saw Ooh, some tough. people saying, I know, tough, just dropping the bucket. Yeah. Um, I saw some people who were talking about how, like, it takes two to tango here. Like, shouldn't Tom Brady see some punishment? Shouldn't Sean Payton see some punishment? I don't know. I I. Kind Brady retired for six weeks. That was his punishment. Yeah, spent more time with his family for six weeks. Yeah. That was, that was the punishment. Yeah. Are you, do you well, think they'll still go to the Dolphins? Like, Do you think this is still in play, or do you think the water's just way too hot now? It's like a, it's like a tea kettle hot. Whoa. What yeah. do you think, You Phil? think they could go – like, you think Brady could go to the Dolphins next year is what you're saying? 
He's a free agent. Holy. You think he's I thought that, this was the year and then he's done. I don't know. But it is Brady. But like That's you said, I think, the t- I think the tea kettle is just way too hot. I yeah, think it's, it's like, like too much to go now. Yeah. They, me- they messed it up, dude. Yeah. It's too heat. I saw some people big braining saying, because this trickled out, like Brian Flores gets the text from Bill Belichick, and then all of a sudden the ball starts rolling, right? Bill hits him up, says congrats on getting the Giants job. Wrong Brian, right? Then he yeah. files the lawsuit. What if it was Bill's revenge on Tom? He knew the whole time. He slips oh. in the wrong text accidentally, accidentally, and then he starts the process. How about that? You got to stay with Bruce Arians. Oh, boy. There's a lot of good I conspiracies like out there with this one. There is some more. I feel like there's some more digging to do here. I think this is bigger than we think it is. Mm. This is just Maybe. too many high-profile guys. Sean Payton, Tom Brady, Bruce Arians, Bill Belichick, Brian Flores. There's something big going on here. Systemic tampering, you're saying? Yes. Huh. Suspend hmm. half the league. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't hate the take. Um, the other thing that was going on was Deshaun Watson's suspension got announced at six games. No, there's a lot of moving parts on this one. The NFL's appealing it, so they're going to take over and they're going to make the decision on that one. Uh, Adam Schefter said they're leaning towards pushing for indefinite, which I think would mean at least a year. And then I just wanted to shout out my boy at Fantasy Guides on Instagram because <laughs> I've never actually seen this account before. But they cut right to the important stuff. Ten minutes after the six-game suspension was announced, he said, quote, six games is short enough to justify drafting him. I look to grab him right after Aaron Rodgers and Kirk Cousins and before Justin Fields and Tua and right around quarterback 16. So thanks to wow. Fantasy Guides for getting in there and really you know moving past and getting to what we care about, the meat and potatoes but any <laughs> thoughts on the situation here hard right i love like that like roger goodell going against roger goodell mm. like like him a point like them going to that guy and him being or she her being like yeah six games he's like no actually he kind of let it marinate for a little bit to see yeah, the yeah. reaction he's like okay this isn't good so i'm actually gonna <laughs> retry this but as the nfl now it's so I get a sick. second go at it because I get to do whatever I want. It's like a um, permanent do-over. Exactly. And then Goodell's giving us more options. He's like, hey, we can do 12 or we can do a whole year. So now I think he's just going through the Twitter and seeing like, what do we like? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah he's doing cool. a burner account like Twitter poll. Just puts on a new hat every time. He's like, didn't work as Roger. Let's do it as the NFL. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, it didn't work as Roger. Let's do it as uh-huh. the NFL. What if he was Judge Mary Sue Brown? What if it was just a test the whole time? He was like, yeah. I'm giving it six as me, as a woman. And then we're going to yes. see what happens from here. Exactly. Exactly. But yeah, no, I, I, on a serious note, like one, one year suspension minimum, bro. One year suspension minimum. I don't want to see this guy play this year. So, uh, and, uh, and, and I think the Browns deserve some punishment there as well. So just for even like taking a chance on a guy like that and offering him all that money. So, yeah. At uh, the receiver position, we got Deontay Johnson signing a two-year, $36 million deal with the Steelers. I actually think this, like, he was holding in, and I was a couple Steeler friends of mine were, you know, we were talking about this, and I was saying, I don't want to give him big money because I don't know that he's really as good as, a, I don't, I, I know he's not as good as a Terry McLaurin, as a DK Metcalf. Why would we pay a guy this much money? This is the best of both worlds. Keep him for two years. If he does really well, great. If he doesn't do well, whatever, it's only two years, then we bury it. I think he's talented, 
but I still think he's not near that top group. I, I think this is a pretty unanimous good deal, though. Adam, I know you liked it. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's only two years, so you're not really locked into anything, and it was still pretty cheap. Like in the current receiver market, it's not like he's getting paid a ton. So, and he's a good player. So I think two years, this is like a perfect contract for the Steelers. Well done by them. And like in the Christian Kirk market, this is a phenomenal job. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I'm gonna take that as a personal compliment. You yeah. got anything on it, Alex? No, I've I've actually yeah I've liked Johnson a lot. Like I said, I've been a fan of just the Steelers developing guys. Um, and, and it's definitely on the cheaper side too. Um, making a little bit more than Renfro, honestly, but, uh, not, not too bad. So he I'd does have like comparable. A, yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. I'd say, I'd say Johnson and Renfro are there. He makes, uh, Johnson signed a two year 36.7 and Renfro signs a two year, uh, $32 million, uh, dollar contract. So, um, like you said, not a lot of risk here. And the only thing I have noticed with him and correct me if I'm wrong. He does have a injury history, right? He tends it's, to get injured. The injuries in the hands. He, he he dropped a lot of balls two years ago. I think he led the league in drops. He was better last year, but still the hands were pretty bad at one time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tim Patrick, unfortunately, tore his ACL. This is the third year in a row that a Bronco receiver, who's a pretty big like deal, has torn their ACL in camp. I was going to say, yeah. Cortland Sutton, KJ Hamler, and now this. I mean... Tim Patrick's pretty good when he's on the field, so this is kind of a, a big loss for the Broncos. But well, I know a lot of, uh, yeah, a lot of people were hyping him up like big, big time. Um, so I was actually looking forward to seeing Tim Patrick. You know how he's gonna work with Russell Wilson and all that. But uh, I feel like that is a pretty big blow for the Broncos. Yeah, because I mean, what now you have Jerry Judy, Portland Sutton. Sutton, but he's coming off the ACL. You know, so it'll be interesting to see. Um, I had a whole big news dump about Zach Wilson. Um, Hate that's tough because you know <laughs> that the resident expert just it's a little too loud for him to get in here yep. right now. Um, so he so I'll give you the news anyway, and you guys can tell me what you think. Um, it started this week. He came out and he said he's deleted all the social media from his phone. It's off. It's over. He's done with social media. That Here's always the, works. It really does. <laughs> Foolproof plan. Yes. He said, full quote, uh, for me, it comes to limiting what voices I really need to hear. Right now, it's hearing what my coaches have to say, what the quarterbacks have, quarterbacks have to say, and really my teammates and what we're thinking every single play. Even parents at times can be a distraction. So I think <laughs> I don't know what's going on with the parents. Yeah. But blaming them as a distraction is a wild move. Right after National Respect for the Parents Day. Spitting in the face. Yeah. Well, he Respect he must holiday. be a he must be a Johnny Goudreau fan because he was <laughs> he probably saw that and he was like facts. Yeah. Like parents suck when you're a professional athlete. Like they're uh-huh. so annoying and distracting, and they might mess up my play call. That's so, why he likes New York so much. You want to be close to home, but not too close exactly. to home. No, I respect Zach though. He's just kept quiet all all off season. Uh, no big distractions at all. Um, and uh, yeah, it's looking kind of heat for him. I'm seeing a little too much Flacco love. Yeah, that's um, what I was getting to next. Because the, the quote you're looking for is he said he should be a starter in this league. And then there was reports at camp saying Flacco is out dueling Zach Wilson. Yeah. So heat. I think that's what might have prompted the uh, <laughs> the social media deletes uh-huh. and, the, and the nasty dig at parents. 
like quite disrespectful if i'm being honest to the parents you like literally just saying you guys are distracting me like yeah, dude, i'm not gonna lie like drive you to practice zach wilson's career hasn't gone off to a good start i think that might be an understatement mm. like i'm mm. like he had a horrible first year i know he's he doesn't have the most talented roster but i mean the the sleeping with your best friend's mom stuff was messed and now the fact that even I mean Joe Flacco is even in contention for a starting quarterback role is like wow. The chances Joe Flacco starts are probably zero, but but the fact um, that we're hearing his name is a problem. It, it, that is that Joe is Flacco's a not a name problem. you want to be hearing. That's a in the major year twenty twenty two. They're like, well, I mean, if we have to start him, he he would start for other teams. Yeah, and literally, like you look back last year too, who had the best Jets game as a quarterback? Mike White. White. Mike White. Like, what the hell? So, not a great start. Wait till you hear this, though. Yesterday, Wednesday, Zach's 23rd birthday, came out at practice day after the Joe Flacco rumors, zero incompletions in Jets team drills, baby. Whoa. He saw the Matt Corral stuff, and he was like, hold on. Yeah, let me get it started. Let me get it started. Uh, Wow. Jets team drills. Probably pretty intense. Like, how many people do you think are keeping track of that? Is it, like, a fan, a reporter that's like, yep, complete, hit the slant, let's get the out? Like, Yep, he's 36 for 36 for 516 yards. What are we talking about? Like, what is this? This is ridiculous. NFL training camps are the greatest thing in the world. The stat keepers on team drills is somebody I would love to have on the pod. Just ask him a couple questions. What's the greatest performance you've ever seen? (laughs) Oh we're talking about Alex's favorite team today, the Las Vegas Raiders, and we're also hitting the Chargers. Um, which one do you want to start with first? We're kicking off the AFC today. Let's do the Raiders, man. You want to knock it out? Yeah. I'd say probably one of the more interesting teams out there. They obviously played tonight, and offseason pretty well documented. Devontae Adams in. I saw some stuff, actually, tonight, quick aside, on Twitter where it was like, still can't believe this is real. And it was just a picture of Devontae Adams standing <laughs> next to Derek Carr. It was like, what? Like, it's always talked about for six months. Yeah. Like, I, as a Raiders fan, I'm not going to lie, it is still pretty crazy to me. I know we have been talking about it. A you got to understand that, like, the Raiders don't really make their fans happy a whole lot. It's usually you, you get disappointed. So I, I can understand the Raiders fans being like, no way, this is still real. Like, this is insane. And, like, to be fair, when I saw him on the sidelines in that Raiders uniform, I was, like, gassed. I was so hyped. So I'm really excited. But That's I can, you know I can see real. what you guys are saying. It, it has been around for, like, years now that this could happen. Uh huh. They also have photos together in college. So yes. that works out, too. Um, they played at Fresno State, actually. Fun fact. I don't know if really? anyone's ever heard that before yeah oh my goodness wow. yeah and so it's like maybe they wanted to be teammates again maybe i think that was actually a big reason why hmm. Hmm. two and two together mm-hmm. also added josh mcdaniels i saw him on the sideline tonight keeping the visor intact how many yes like how many coaches are rocking the visor still because sean payton's out so he's filling in as the quota i don't think there's many left chandler jones is also in so those are the other big additions i mean those are all three pretty big names this is the best division in the NFL. We'll just get get right to that point because that's the hard part. These are four teams that on paper you would say are in the top half of the league. 
Now, you're going to have to decide as we walk through this which ones you like and which ones. Somebody's going to be the ugly duckling in this division. I don't know who, but the Raiders have the worst odds in this division, which is heat. Because, I mean, looking back on it, in the offseason plan, Derek Carr had a career year last year. I don't think we realized at the time how good, if Russell Wilson gets added, Herbert's still there, Mahomes still there. Are we still agreeing with the Raiders going for it? Or do you think it's like, are you happy that they did this stuff and tried to buy into win right now, even though their division's hard? Or do you wish they cashed in on Carr? I don't think you can base it off of who else is in your division. It's not like you're just going to waste and wait and wait and wait forever. Like, there's always going to be good teams. There's always going to be, you know, like, it's almost like a good thing. Kind of elevates you, kind of makes you want to play harder. You know what I mean? What did Owen say that one time? A high tide raises all the ships. Yeah. 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 I think that that was mentioned one episode ago, and it's getting mentioned for the next twenty. It's yeah. I don't I don't know why I'd never heard it before. Yeah, yeah. it was sick. But yeah, I think you just uh, you do what you need, and even though there's good teams in your division, like you need to try, man. Like I respect it. I I respect it too. I don't think you can look at your conference ever or your division and just be like, "Well, I'm gonna sit this one out." Yeah, especially when you have a guy like um Devonte adams available to you are you gonna say no to Devonte adams like the packers are literally like you can have him for the right price and you're just gonna be like nah we're good like we don't want the best wide receiver in the nfl um so i i i like that they're going for it and i agree with adam i think like the competition like like your focus goes up effort goes up i think it's gonna make them make them a lot better um and i don't think they're gonna be the worst team in the div so, Let's go. Get out in front. Let's get out go. in front. Yeah. Defend the flag. Yeah. They'll be third worst. Let's go. We're not go. the worst. I'm surprised. I, like I'm, I can't wait to see who's going to be worse. I really wonder who. It's 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 quite the situation. Um, last year, I for the record, I agree with you. I do think that this was the right move. Like, Devontae Adams is available. You make it happen. The coach, yeah. I mean, you had to hire someone. This, this isn't a bad bet, I would say. But anyway, last year, we remember they started three and two. And then some emails came out, and it was kind of the big story of the first half of the season. He, John Gruden, obviously gone, canceled, and then Rich Bisaccia comes in. Rich Bisaccia comes in, and five and two going into the bye. Things are looking good. Alex, I don't think he's ever been so happy about the Raiders going into that. Then there was a Henry Ruggs incident in there that uh, tragedy, really. Can, and, can I just say something? Sorry, while we're on Henry Ruggs. Go like, ahead. And and I don't want to talk about this asshole at all. But when I was in Vegas, I went to a, a, a like a sports shop, and they had Henry Ruggs jersey for sale for the audacity of a hundred dollars. It was just there. I couldn't believe it. I wanted $100. to go up to the manager and be like, "Are you crazy? Like, are you seriously having this up for sale? Like, you can't just put this one away out of the one thousand jerseys you have in your store." So F that shop. Uh, I think it's the shop in... Uh, Let's go. Let's, Let's go, go South, South, uh, South Vegas Outlets. The Thank closed you. the closed mall, not the open mall. The closed boycott mall. Boycott them. Boycott. The root mall. So F you, dude. That's just disgusting. Keep, sorry, Phil. Keep your... going. No, that's okay. I'm glad we got that out there. Make sure the Vegas listeners know. Don't go to that mall. Um, and then, they, I mean, five and two, they sort of... T- fall off after the bye i think they fell down to what i think they lost five of six and the win was against dallas on thanksgiving yeah is that right yeah Yeah. the the daniel carlson game 
and then they get hot again to end the season. They go into Cincinnati in the playoffs and they lose, but it was close. And the Cincinnati obviously won the AFC, so not that bad. A lot of hype in the offseason. Now, I think here's what we can take away. One, Derek Carr is like not even close to that mid-pack. He's an above-average quarterback. I think that's an absolute takeaway we can have from the Raiders season. Agree or disagree? 100% agree. I, I think we got to stop. Like, whoever thinks he's in the, like, Kirk Cousins, Carson Wentz camp, like, you, like if you have a chance to, you know, get Derek Carr or something, like, I think a lot of teams would take him. I don't think that's something, you know, they, they'd think twice about. So I think, like, it's easy to say this, and then you realize how many good quarterbacks there are, and it's kind of hard to be in that, like, top 10. It is. It is, so, but I think it's a remarkable job 10. that he even um, brought the team into the playoffs, given what happened with, with John Gruden. Uh, we had Rich step in. Literally, like, the wide receivers we had, like, we were, like, Waller was out there for a bit, so the only guy we had was was Renfro. Brian and, Edwards. Um, and we still ended up making it to the playoffs, and we lost to Cincinnati in a really close game. I mean, in a touchdown that they shouldn't have been awarded, actually, because they Let's remember the, where they blew the whistle. Yeah, yes. I'm keeping the receipts, bro. <laughs> yeah. Let's go receipts. Alex yes. remembers the plays. Um, oh, I'm I actually s- remember that. That yeah, bro, that was so whack. Defender stopped playing. Yeah, yeah, I remember. They, I'm saying that he's not like I'm saying before the season. I think we all would have agreed he was in the middle. Like he yeah. was like anywhere in that middle, like same tier as a guy like like Matt Ryan, Kirk Cousins. Now I'm saying he beat those allegations clean. That's the only thing I was saying. I, I think I he's above think so. that. You don't think so? No. Like okay. I think he's as good as Russell Wilson. Okay. Okay, I don't agree with that, but I think he's <laughs> like. I wonder I who he's... you think's going to be the worst team in this division. Oh, you'll just have to wait and see. <laughs> I guess we'll find out on Monday. Um, uh, anyway, I would say Renfro and Waller, when they're on the field, and you add Devontae Adams, yes. that's a pretty good weapons list. And Josh Jacobs in the backfield, I think he's kind of like pretty mid, but those are good weapons. He's I agree. Good. I agree. But, um, Josh. Josh Jacobs isn't the best, but I think it's uh, – I mean, I, I didn't hate the offense last year, and if anything, it got way better this year. So uh, I, I definitely agree with you. I want the O-line ranking from Phil. It's pretty bad still. It's pretty it's bad. It's pretty bad, yeah. It's 25th in the league from what I gather. But they, they're banking big on my boy Alex Leatherwood, who the meme connoisseur, who I really want to see succeed. But I think he was 33 out of 33 for guards. So that's a little bit heat. But we'll see what happens. They need a big year out of him. Um, but the weapons, though, I'm saying are good. The weapons are good. Yeah. Even you got to admit that one. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's go. I'm trying to get some positivity out of Adam. And the other thing that we need to look at is how they're building Patriots West. People forget this. Yes. Stidham, Brandon Bolden, uh, Chandler Jones, Jones Deron Harmon. You got him, which yes. I thought he was long retired, but apparently he's still chugging along. McDaniel, Jacob obviously. Johnson. Don't know who that is, but Jacob Johnson. <laughs> Let's rock with it. Is that the Johnson you were referencing in the? In no, the no, no. This thing? guy's the like fullback that would run like maybe once a game for the Patriots. The guy with the long hair. I don't know. Patriots fans know, but yeah, they have they have Amir Abdullah, and he's not even on the depth chart for running backs. He's just their kick returner, punt returner. Let's go. Actually, he's only their kick returner. That's it. Let's go. He's yeah. like a spry cat. Like he, you know, save the legs for kick returns only. He's a young guy. He's um, 30. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Already. <laughs> I remember him getting drafted, bro. Yeah. Nebraska. Damn. Yeah. 
if I'm being negative, and I was just trying to be positive, but I have to give you these stats. I'm, I'm trying in the AFC portion, I'm trying to be much more unbiased when I read things. I'm going to read you these stats, and I don't want you to call it me hating, but you went 4-0 and in OT games. That was the most overtime wins in NFL history. You went 5-1 and in games decided by three or less. You went 7-2 and in games decided by seven or less. Yeah. Uh, even though they finished second in the division, they had the worst point differential in the division. Only team that was minus, they were minus 65 on points. Minus 65? Yeah. For reference, the Broncos went 7-10, and 10 and they were plus 13 on net point differential. So so if you're looking for them to be better than last year, off that alone, I mean, sure, the roster's better, but there's already some regression baked in, you would have to think. Yeah. Which reflects in the over-under number. So I'm not, you know, I'm not being a, a hater. Anyway, we said the weapons are good. We like them. We de- we decently like the quarterback. Alex and I like him more than Adam. Offensive line, not great. Defense, it was not very good last year, but the strength was they were getting to the quarterback. They had Max Crosby. He was rushing. Now you put Chandler Jones on the other side. That's going to get a little bit better. Defense, it should be like mid-pack this year, I would say. Last year, maybe, you know, coaching switch around, kind of had to throw it together. This year should be better. You added Rock Yassin. I remember you were very excited about this at the time. Huge, huge. Pretty uh, pretty good cornerback from what I understand, uh, my boy Rock Yassin. So um, we got um, we got him from the Colts in exchange for uh, Yannick Ngakwe. So uh, pretty excited about that guy. Denzel Perryman, absolute beast. Like, I'm liking the uh, – I'm liking the defense. Anthony Everett from uh, the Ravens. Like, I'm I'm liking the team. Nate Hobbs. I can just list guys, man. It's an all-star guy on the back here. I, I think, I think like you said, I think defense should be middle of the pack at least. But you never know. The other thing with the roster, rank your top three. Justin Tucker, Carlson, Young Waku. Because that's a top three. Yeah. No, nobody's cracking that. What are you shaking your head at, Adam? That's the best three kickers in the game right I now. I mean, sure, but... Like Daniel Carlson doesn't compare to those two. Like it's a different team. Doesn't tier. compare. Yeah, Dude, Daniel Carlson. Compare. We won. Isn't... We won a bunch of games because Daniel Carlson was automatic. Sure, but he's not Justin Tucker. Okay, oh, sure, he's not Justin Tucker. I mean, he doesn't have the the like Justin Tucker's been killing it for ten years. But I think you got to respect Carlson. He's he's good. Okay. Wow. wow. Adam's hater, Adam. Hater. Holy. It's incredible how much this guy hates the Raiders. And I have Devontae no Adams, he's all right. Yeah. Derek yeah. Carr, about Carson Wentz. Yeah, he's like Baker, level. dude. Yeah. Uh-huh. He's pretty mid, bro. I don't know. Um, uh, they didn't have a pick till pick 90 because he traded it for Devontae Adams round one and two. That's fine. Like, I That's would say okay. nobody would disagree with that. All yeah. in all, that was a pretty good value in that trade. Yeah. And a couple departures from the roster. No more Zay Jones. And he, and the second he was gone, he unveiled that absolutely electrifying haircut on the Jaguars. Just an incredible do. Um, so he's going to be sorely missed. They also lost in Gawkway, like you said, Casey Hayward. No more Mariota to, to cut two on the sidelines. Mm. Like, just in case Derek Carr, like, makes a mistake, Mariota's over there, so be ready. And uh, Deshaun Jackson is obviously a huge loss after he literally tanked a game against the Chiefs. Because they massive. have the new Deshaun Jackson, Demarcus Robinson. That's what I'm calling him. Big pickup. I yep. forgot about him. Huge. Still waiting for him to take off. Yeah, now's the time. Yes. Upgrade at quarterback for him, so that's big. Um, only other thing, Josh McDaniels. I know we sort of mentioned him a couple times, visor guy, but... 
things didn't go so hot last time he was a head coach. He got ran out of Denver in a year and a half. I mean, that was over 10 years ago, but it's still on the track record. I'm saying that I'm willing to give him a clean slate and forget about the Denver flameout, and I don't think he'll be that bad. That's what I'm going with. I think he'll be fine. Too many years with Bill to be terrible. That's my guess. I agree. I think, like... I think with a lot of these coaches, a lot of these really good coaches that you look at, they have been with um, some teams before, I think, as head coaches where it hasn't worked out. And this could be in any sport, really. Um, so I don't think just because you didn't succeed your first time, it means that you're going to be a bad coach. Like like Bill Belichick and and some other coaches, I'm sure there are as well. So I think, and, and he was really young when he took that Broncos job. And that was a really long time ago. So like you said, even more years with Bill. And I think that... Um, Every single offseason, he had a contract offer on the table. It felt like for 10 years, the Colts were like, please come. And he just kept saying no. So this time, he did feel like he was ready. And uh, and I think he's going to be a lot better. Yeah. How do you think he's going to do, Adam? Are you trying to, like, spoil my over-under pick Oh, okay. Here? Sorry, sorry. I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait till okay. the end. I'll save it for the grand finale on Adam's take because it's such a mystery on what he's going to do. Well, I just feel like the, like... I can't have a take on how the coach is going to do. The, the coach is just going to do how the team does. That's so. a fair point. That's, we'll, that's a fact. We'll yeah, put it in the pocket. Like, I can't be like, oh, good coaching, but the players aren't like living up to the play calls. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm not there yet. They're just not listening to them enough. They need, they need to really <laughs> dial in in the meetings. Um, the other bad news for the Raiders is they have the third hardest schedule in the NFL. So that's not really that good. And I don't mean like this division that's not is not surprising ob- though. Yeah. Okay. This division is obviously hard, right? Like that's, I mean, every team's going to, every team's going to have a hard d- divisional matchup here. Cause you got six against chargers, Broncos and, uh, chiefs, obviously. So that's hard. But the other things they got, they got the NFC West. So you got the Rams and the Niners in there. Cardinals are kind of like a maybe game. It's a toss-up, potentially. And then they got the AFC South, which is so light. The AFC South is, is a cakewalk. But their extras are New England, Pittsburgh, and New Orleans, which are all teams who are on their par. So all in all, pretty hard schedule. Week one at the Chargers, and they have a four primetime games, including nice. a stretch of three primetime games in a row. So, About time. Yeah, you're going to see a lot of them in the December months, so keep that in store. The over-under is 8.5, and, and most people seem to like the over, just barely. They're about plus 180 to make the playoffs. What do you guys think? 8.5. Alex, you want to go first? Obviously, no surprise here. I'm taking the the over. I know a lot of people aren't, you know, some people aren't high on uh, on the Raiders, but I know it's a tough division, Um I think they can beat all three teams. I think they can take a game from the Chiefs, the Chargers, take a game from the Broncos, um, and then, six like and you o. said, not six and zero. Oh, <laughs> but once again, we beat the Chiefs um, at home in twenty twenty. People so forget. Big. People the, forget uh, the Jeff Heath game. The Jeff Heath game. But um, yeah, you look at some of these other games, like you said, uh, they play uh, the Cardinals. Um, the, the Seahawks, Colts, Texans. Like, these are some other wins that they can rack up easily. And I think it's just a straight-up good team. So, I mean, they could they could really just beat anybody um, on any given day. So, um, I'm, I'm definitely taking the over. And I don't think eight and a half is actually that high. Are you going to get on plus 180 to make the playoffs? Yes. Okay. I'm just checking. Do you like any of these? 
Devontae Adams 12 to 1 most receiving yards? I like that. Oh, I don't know. I just, I think there's a lot of, like, he's not going to be the only guy. I think, like, he's, like, Carr's going to throw to Renfro a lot. He's going to throw the wall to Waller a lot. Uh, Zamir White looks like he's actually going to have a lot of, um, a lot of uh, pass catching in the backfield. So, as much as I love Adams, I don't know if he's going to, like, like how the Rams used like cup last year where it was just him every time. But you know, if, if you like it, yeah, totally go for it. What about car 28 to one MVP? Oh yeah. I'd take that. <laughs> Let's go. That's the authority. That. Adam, you want to go your long awaited take? Uh, yeah. Alex made a very good point with eight and a half is not a lot of wins and I'm still going to go under that. Um, I mean, third hardest schedule in the league. They have the worst quarterback in the division, which I don't think is obviously debatable. Well, Alex said he was better than Russell Wilson, but I don't think it's debatable at all. Um, the O-line's bad. The defense is bad. They're like really only saving grace is that their quarterback's pretty good and they have really good receivers. And I I even think Hunter Renfro's a little overrated. Like He's good. All of, like, like best, he's slot, good, best slot but, receiver in the NFL. See, yeah. stuff like that is when I say he's a little overrated. Like, CeeDee Lamb's a slot receiver. There's a lot of better slot receivers than him. But if Cup wasn't in the league, he'd be the best white receiver. True. That's if true. Cup wasn't in the league, he'd be the best of the 5% of receivers. So, yeah, that's mm-hmm. a very good You're point. taking him over Adam Thielen? Dude. I think Adam Thielen's <laughs> also a better slot receiver. I'm right. actually so excited for this NFL season now, just to that's, prove all the haters wrong. Like I'm. That's how I feel when we do the Cowboys. Locked in, but um, I can't wait. Yeah, yeah. So, eight and a half is a tough number. I was expecting to hear nine and a half, but um, I'm still gonna have to go under. And yeah, I think for all those points, their like real talent is in the air. They can't really run the ball that well. Um, their O line's pretty bad, like I said, and the defense just isn't great. So I think I think the the O line as of now doesn't look good. I think it could surprise. I've been hearing some good things about Leatherwood. What does good. that mean? That's my and Colton. Colton, Colton Did he Miller just turn into elite. a new like, Colton Miller is elite. He's okay? the same guy still. Like Leatherwood is still Leatherwood. A guy. If he was bad last guy, year. He's gonna be like, bad this year. He's not a he's rookie young, anymore. Though. He's young. Oh, he's young. He got to oh, Adam, right. hold on. Because linemen just get better throughout the year. Hold on. Hold on. Adam, what do you think the Raiders – tell me the Raiders' record in the Div. Six games. Like two and four maybe. Maybe one and five. Wow. Um, one and five. Out of all positions, I think the line develops the least. The offensive line develops the least of all the positions. Like you're either talented and going to be good at it or you're just not as good. Like, like the pick was heat. Like, I'm not going to lie. I wish we drafted someone else, but I got to, like, rep my guy. Like, Respect. it was a Mayock pick. Like, Respect. what do you expect? It was going to yeah. be bad. I'm, the guy I'm took not saying Cleveland I expected Farrell anything, fourth. but he's just uh, – I don't have high hopes for the O-line. And I Fair. think it's an important part. It is important. But my yeah. boy Leatherwood, he's got 1,700 memes in his phone. Yeah, How yeah. can I not cheer for this guy? This Good guy's point. the greatest thing to happen. Um, eight and a half is a tough number because I could see a world – where every team in this division is good enough to just beat up on each other and they all kind of clump together. You know what I'm saying? Like I could see that being ha- see that happen. But I feel like I feel like that's possible too. Like there's like a 40% chance that happens. But I feel like in terms of my my picking of overs or unders, 
I like this team the least in this division, so I should probably take the under. But it's not a discredit to the Raiders roster because I actually like their team. I think they're pretty good. But I think if I have to pick like a number over under, I think I just gotta go under. And Alex is just grinning away because right? he knows like, you're not I gonna love take this. You're not gonna expect the Chiefs. Well, you're not gonna expect like the other teams to be worse than the Raiders. So it's just like statistically, like it makes the most sense. I think so. I think by sheer probabilities, it has. I have to take the under. But Alex, I would love for you to prove Let's me go. wrong. I I wouldn't be mad if they were good. I just uh, I don't expect much from them. I would be happy no, if no. they were good because Alex would be happy. Fair takes, fair takes. When was the last time you were this excited about a season? Was it since literally you, I, since I, you acquired Antonio, Antonio Brown. Brown before his feet froze? Yeah, that was actually super sick. And then, and then when he I got threatened to, to retire the, over the helmet, maybe the most cringy, awkward video of him showing up to Derek Hart's house like i don't even think card knew he was coming um yeah that was that was pretty exciting i'm I'm pretty excited though for this season as a i haven't i think i've been a raiders fan for maybe three four years this is the this is the most exciting this is the most exciting year let's go number one it edged out all the gruden years in in yes it did yeah that one was uh over before it started uh, the Chargers, we could talk about them. It feels like the last couple years, at least, to me, I don't know if you'll agree with this, it's all kind of been like building up. You know what I'm saying for the Chargers? Yeah. And now we've reached the point where the expectations are at, at the highest they've been in a while. Like, people love their uniforms. People say they're the nicest in sports. People love that stadium. That stadium is awesome, by the way. Yes. Great stadium. People love their quarterback. Maybe the most exciting quarterback in the league. So it feels like people are like hyping them up a little bit because they know they just like everything about them aesthetically. But the off season they had, they went all in. Khalil Mack in, added him. Big Zion Johnson in the draft, get him. J.C. Jackson, best player on the market in free agency, get him. They're loading up because they know quarterback is on a rookie contract. We got to maximize that while we can. While he makes no money, they brought in two defensive tackles as well. So anyway, it, it, honestly though, to me, I, it it kind of is amazing how they turn this around so fast. Like if you asked me about the Chargers three years ago, they were playing in that soccer stadium in Carson. They had Philip Rivers, and it was like the signature thing in the late window. Him like rushing down by nine, trying to get a no huddle going to like cut yeah. the deficit with two minutes to go. And now all of a sudden, like a couple weird years later where like Anthony Lynn was very involved for a couple years. Terod Taylor. Got stabbed by the doctor. But he was like their starting quarterback. Yes. Yeah. Fully was. And then all of a sudden Herbert comes in and it's like a rocket ship. They're just, it's kind of amazing how quick they turned around because they were like a joke a few years ago where they couldn't make a kick. And I mean, to think of like the perception change is a little bit staggering. But anyway, last year they started four and one. They played that sick game against the Browns where they won like 58 to 50 or whatever the final was. And people were super hyped. And then they kind of fell back down. They went to six and five. They lost in Denver. Adam and I checked that one out firsthand. Got a good view of that one. 28-14 final. Um, they went to eight and five. They were back up. They lost that overtime game to the Chiefs. They lost in Houston when they needed to win. It was kind of a weird year, but uh, the the big thing that happened was Justin Herbert got better. The coach came in and he has that kind of it's that fourth down. They 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 went for it thirty four times. They made it twenty two. They had it in that Raiders game. 
Yeah. I mean, that that's that's the most memorable just game of the season. Don't was, run away from it, right? Like don't run away from it in the most key moments of the game. Like you've been practicing all season a certain way, just, you know, you got to do it. So I think that was the only knock, but you know, he was a rookie head coach, right? So um definitely something to learn. Yes, and he came in as the Rams defensive coordinator is what he came from. Mm, and the yes. Chargers defense last year was not great. They they uh I think they were 31st, and against the run, they were just terrible. They couldn't stop the run, so they added those two tackles, like I said. But the roster, I know Adam is a big Alex Eckler guy, always has been, has always Austin. been pumping his Austin. tires. Austin Eckler, Alex Eckler. <laughs> Same shit. A-, a Eckler is how he appears on fantasy, <laughs> yeah. that's all I got. But you're an Eckler guy, and you like Keenan Allen, so I figure you're down with this team's weapons. Yeah, um... I like their weapons a lot. Um, speaking of weapons, <laughs> I've spent the last like seven minutes of the podcast watching some J.K. Scott film, which is their punter this year. Um, they, He's a weapon, eh? We talked about him during the Packers preview. Well, I talked about him. The Packers got rid of him. Now the Chargers have him. And he was like, he got drafted in the fifth round, came out of college. He's like biggest leg ever. He kind of out punts his like, coverage sometimes. So, I mean, he's great. He's my favorite punter in the league. So and they picked him up. Yeah, they have him now, uh, paying him a million a year. But anyway, their offense, yeah, obviously, I love the weapons. Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler, like, that's a great trio. They There have been some high reviews of fourth-round rookie Isaiah Spiller in the backfield, so maybe he'll cut into that Austin Eckler carry workload. You never know. I mean, this Which seems like... would probably be a good thing because – you don't want to like have a McCaffrey situation. So no. Yeah. No. Maybe let Austin Eckler take a, take a bit of a break sometimes. Austin Eckler has been getting the work. He's like the Popeye's <laughs> meme. Yeah. 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 He, he's been getting fed. Um, offensive line's really good. They took Rashawn Slater last year. They added Zion Johnson in the first round this year. They have that Corey Lindsley. So, I mean, they're really building around the quarterback, which is what you do when you have the quarterback that's this good. They added uh, Gerald Everett to replace Jared Cook. So, I mean, that's I, one, of the, one of the most mid-tight ends replacing cool. another one of the most mid-tight ends in <laughs> yeah. the game. Um, last year, again, the defense was really bad against the rush. So they added two tackles. They're both kind of like middle of the pack guys. We're going to see if that solves it. Um, but again, Khalil Mack on one side, Joey Bosa on the other side. That makes for a pretty nice duo in Madden 18, if you ask me. I agree. And in Madden 23, I'd say. You think so? Oh. You're, you're hyping think him Joey up Bosa's still. bad? No, I don't think Joey Bosa's bad. I just think Will think... Mack has to stay on the field. Yeah. But, um, I mean, I'm not going to root for an injury or anything. He's still great. Um, Why did, the... did I say he's a, I feel like he's a little <laughs> past his prime, though. <laughs> Yeah. Like not even a little, like he might be decently past his prime. I just, and I know the bears were bad and you can say what you want about how they were coached and how like the organization is run. But like he was, he really made like no impact on the bears. Like just, just in pure none. So I have no comment there, but their defense overall, I'm a big fan of, um, I mean, yeah, Joey Bosa, Cleo Mack, JC Jackson is really good. They got to sign Derwin James, I believe, right? Yes, he's holding in. But last, the, the big step, yeah. The big he's thing for good. he is good. The big thing for Derwin James last year though was he finally stayed on the field. I think he participated in quite a few of the games. I don't think he missed very many. So I think the hold in they need to solve that. They, I mean, J.C. Jackson, Asante Samuel Jr. Are we liking Kyle Van Noy? Do they have him? I yeah, thought he'd be on backup. Patriots West by now. He's not bad. 
Yeah, I thought, honestly, yeah, he would have. He's decent, too. Like, this this defense looks good. No, it's a good defense. Yeah, I agree. If it wasn't too loud right now for Owen, he'd say he's Mormon. Kyle Van Noy. So shout out to him. Yeah, BYU. Mm -hmm. Um, Linebackers, Kenneth Murray, Tranquil. Those are two couple good guys. I like. I don't know much about them. Yeah. Anyway, uh, kicker. I think it's Dustin Hopkins, but he's got some. He's got some rookie breathing down his neck, so it'll probably go to the rookie. I feel like every time they bring in a rookie to challenge the veteran, the rookie always wins. Yeah, like right? Dan Bailey when he got replaced by a, by a random CFL guy, and then he kicked for us for a season, and he was yeah, so bad. Uh, Haru, uh, what was his name? It was like Hajula HR, Haru. Yeah, HRJ something. No, no, no. He plays on for the Cowboys. Oh, Brett Maher. Brett Maher. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I'm thinking Hajula of, Haru plays for the Panthers, I think. Yes, thank you, thank you. You had it. Um, as far as departures, it was basically just people who were past their prime. Like Chris Harris was on this team. Brian Balaga was on this team. My boy Jared Cook, prayers up. Linval Joseph. Um, anyway, schedule, not as hard as Vegas. Uh, big reason for that's the extras. Like Vegas finishes second, they play a second-place schedule. This team finishes third, their extras are against third-place teams. So that means Atlanta, Miami, and Cleveland. And they have Cleveland in week five. So no matter what happens there, they're, they're safe. Anyway, um, again, NFC West, AFC South. So definitely easier than the Raiders for schedule. They open up with the Raiders. They have the first ever Thursday night football game on prime against the Chiefs in week two, which is going to be a pretty sick game, but it's also going to be missed by like every boomer ever who tries to set up the TV to stream (laughs) the football game, which is going to just be an absolute disaster. So I need everybody to prepare for that. You're just going to end up like buying like a, Justin Herbert jersey instead of buying like the subscription to actually watch the game. They're an NFL shop. They're like, I, I can't click out. I I don't know where to go. You're gonna end up giving up their IP address. What's it's add gonna to be... cart? <laughs> just gonna be a nightmare. But uh, they also play against the Rams on New Year's Day, which I think is the first ever LA LA in the stadium. So that's gonna be sick. I'm actually looking forward to that. Um, so new stadium officially this year. Oh, you're saying first time in in the Rams? I know, but the Chargers are also getting their new stadium. I was because I was right. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about right now? I'm saying the Rams are playing the Chargers in SoFi Stadium, which is they like share a, they share the stadium. They, they share the stadium and they're playing each other. Hold on. You thought the Chargers were getting <laughs> their own? No, Chargers break ground on 14 acre headquarters. Oh, heat! <laughs> oh, heat! <laughs> Alex thought they were gonna play in the office building. Alex thought they built SoFi Stadium. Bro, and I just swear gone. I thought they were. Uh, I thought they were getting their own stadium too. No, bro. No, they they dropped Tough. they dropped a couple bill into SoFi. So I think they're they're staying they're staying around. Oh, okay, I might have confused it with the Clippers. Yeah, that's mm. okay. Happens. My bad. My culpa. Anyway, so they do play the Rams. In SoFi Stadium, yes. which is going to be Makes sick. Sense. That's yes. what I was getting at. Um, Over-under is 10.5. And, and the under's getting bet. A lot of people like the under, minus 150. I think that is to the theory, again, this division is all good and everybody just punches each other 100 times and nobody wins. So 10.5, that's the number. And I will mention 14-1 to one to win the Super Bowl. That's the sixth best at odds. They're 8-1 to one to win their conference. Justin Herbert's the third favorite to win MVP, 9-1. to one. He's favorite for most passing yards, favorite for most passing touchdowns. Brandon Staley's coach of the year favorite. So if you like him, there's like a premium on really liking him. But 10.5 seems to be about where people are hitting. So what do you like on that one? 
I'm uh, I'm taking the ten and a half here, um, and I'm not worried about it. I don't think it's high at all. Um, what does that they mean? They have some really easy the games. <laughs> huh? You said I'm taking the ten and a half. Yeah, oh, sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry. Try, I'll said, try that again. He I'm said taking it was like, the over. Like it was a point spread plus ten and a half. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm just excited to start doing uh, spreads again. Um, <laughs> I'm taking over uh, ten and a half and. Like, I'm not sweating it at all. They have some really easy games. They have the Jags, the Texans. They got the Browns, Falcons, Dolphins, uh, Titans, Colts. Those I think those are some easy games. I'm super high on the Chargers. I think they don't really have a weakness. Like, I think they're really solid in all facets. Um, and, yeah, it's a hard div. But I think, like, this is this is the Chargers' year. Heartbreaking loss against the Raiders last year. I think they have a lot of motivation. Um, and I just think they've built a really, really competitive team. And I have them going to the Super Bowl this year. I think I think Justin Herbert is is unbelievable. So I'm I'm big time high on the Chargers. I'm also taking the over. And I'm gonna say this because I like what you said about that. They have easy games, and more importantly than that. They lost a bunch of games last year that they probably should have won, and it held them back from making the playoffs. Like, how are you losing at Texans in Week 15 with yeah. Justin Herbert? I don't understand that. So I think these guys spent the whole offseason watching the playoffs from the outside, and now they know when they hit it with the field with an improved team that they're going to be like, we can't take games off anymore. So yeah. we're going to have to empty the tank, especially in this hard division. They have an easier schedule than the other teams. I'd like them to win this division as well. I'm taking them. Yeah, I'm uh, also taking the over for uh, what I stated earlier. Good punter, good offense. Good punter. Good defense. Um, yeah, I think they're going to win the division. They're my favorite team in this division. Let's go. It'll be tight, but yeah. We'll see. When we hit the Chiefs, that's the hardest schedule in the NFL. So by wow. a wide, wide margin. I know what I'm taking there. Yeah. I know what I am too. Seems like regression is coming. That's what I would say. But we all are on the Chargers, which I like. And Owen, it would have been nice to get his picks, but uh, yeah, I sent him a I sent him a text thirty minutes ago asking for both his picks. And he's he's still working on getting home, or yeah, he's on he's on the road right now. Oh, okay, good. Maybe we'll get him for uh, the segment. Maybe he cooked one up. Um, Other things that happened this week: Vince Gully obviously passed. He was ninety four. Pretty unanimously the greatest play-by-play man in sports history. Maybe the greatest broadcaster in sports history. I mean, it's nice seeing all the clips going around. And there's not much anybody can say on it. Just wanted to pay respects to the greatest ever do it. That's pretty much it on there. Baseball trade deadline was on Tuesday. Again, I mean, I would love to get the baseball guys' <laughs> takes on this, but it's just too loud. So, Damn, do we have any other baseball guys on here? Or no, uh, uh, missing. But... Anyway, Juan Soto did go to the Padres, and the Padres loaded up. Josh Bell, Brandon Jury, tons of moves. Josh Hader. I think, I mean, I would have asked Owen this, but I'll just come out and state it. I think if you get Mets, Braves, you get Padres, Dodgers, you get Yankees, Astros, or Yankees, Jays, or whatever it ends up being, that makes for an absolutely fantastic October. And I think a dream World Series matchup for me I would love to see Mets-Yankees. I would absolutely love to see that in the World Series. I think that would be awesome. Uh, Alex, do you have a World Series you're trying to see, or are you okay with anything? Because this is like a really good year, I think, for the World Series. 
I was going to say, yeah, it like these teams are absolutely loaded. I think if I had to pick one, kind of the one that's been coming up all year has been Mets Yankees. I think that would be just unbelievable. Um, that would be an epic series. Um, but like you said, there's just so many teams now that honestly, any combination is going to be, is going to be insane. And I know like sometimes um, in like the past few years, you get to the ALCS or the NLCS and it's kind of just like a bit of a letdown. Yeah. Like, usually you know the dodgers just kick everyone's ass or or you know you have other teams or just blow by them sorry the rays the rays or the astros like it's not really a competition this year i mean it's going to be so exciting like even before the alcs i think even the divisionals are going to be really good so um it's it's an absolutely exciting exciting year and thank you to phil for explaining to me just like how the padres are doing this because i was like this this honestly like it, it was actually kind of hard for me to understand because i just had no idea how they just kept getting these really good guys like they got like they started it kind of with machado um they get soto they get hater like uh, haters want like one of my favorite closers um oh in, i have in, him in fantasy too he's just so nasty um and i just wasn't really understanding how they're getting just all these insane guys um but it looks like obviously they're not going to keep this up. Like we know they, they just can't, they can't pay all these guys. They're um, not even going to keep Soto. They're, it, they're exactly. Keep, they're having him this year. They're having him next year. And then before he goes to free agency, they'll just trade him. Trade him. Or I, I don't, do you think there's a chance? I think the contracts are too big now for Machado and Tatis, right? That they're yeah. probably untradeable. Exactly. So, but then again, two and a half years of Soto, obviously is is still great that's a great um two and a half years to contend and they'll be a contender absolutely for for two and a half of those years and like you said kind of we were texting you said how i think they got sick of just seeing the dodgers just dominate the division and they're like well why can't we do this um so i think i think they're a it's it's a really good team and uh, i'm really excited um for what the padres did because as long as like I haven't been watching baseball as long as you have, but ever since I've been watching baseball, the first like few years, the Padres just stunk. Like they were a freaking joke. Like who like who would go watch a Padres game? No one. What what was the reason you would ever watch a Padres game? But now they're now they're this team that like it's like must watch TV. Yeah. I think it's great for their fans. They're the only ticket in town now. No chargers, no nothing. They got a great yeah. fan base. I really, uh, I hope they're playing some big games this October. I think that would be really exciting. Uh, Adam, do you have anything you want to say on baseball? Yeah, you were asking for uh, World Series matchups, and I just wanted to say as a loyal fan, I would love to watch the Blue Jays versus the Padres. Nice. Yeah. Good take, Adam. I like yeah. that. I would love to see the Blue Jays in there as well. Yeah. They didn't really do much at the deadline. I mean, they did, but they didn't, you know, make any big yeah. splashes. Whit Merrifield looked good tonight. Couple hits in his debut game. A uh, couple relievers as well to help out. So they do fix the bullpen. They get kind of a depth starter. It's been explained to me. I'll give you Owen's take because he's not here. He thinks they won't need a starter because they're going to pitch the same four guys in the playoffs anyway. It's a four-man cut in the playoffs, and it's going to be Gaussman, it's going to be Manoa, it's going to be Stripling, and it's going to be Berrios. So whoever they added in was probably yeah. not going to crack that. Sure, they would have taken Kikuchi's spot in the rotation, but it's like the guy's not going to pitch in the playoffs. So then what do you do to get insurance on that? You get Mitch White in, who's like kind of like a perfect sixth guy, and then if Kikuchi starts sucking, this guy can come in. That's how he would have explained it. I still would have liked to see a starter, but 
that's my thing. Anyway, segment time. What do you guys want to do? Adam, you probably didn't have one. You like better get scrambling here. Yeah, I actually uh, scrambled one up during uh, Let's go. during Let's baseball go. talk, but I kind of wanted to be like a. Can I go first? Sure. Um. So I kind of wanted to be like an open discussion instead of like a me segment. You know, like I kind of want to get your opinions in here. Let's go. Because I, I kind of scrambled it while I was speaking during the pod, doing some research on the side. Okay. So, um. Fantasy football season is approaching, and I feel like we haven't talked enough about fantasy as three guys who have played it for like eight years mm-hmm. religiously. Like we're big fantasy guys. That's right. And uh, you know, you have people asking you. Someone, a loyal fan of the show, texted me today, and he's like, "You know, C.D. Lamb or Debo Samuel? Who would you take?" I'm like, "I don't know. I haven't looked into fantasy." But um, it kind of made me think because Debo Samuel, as a uh, Kyle Shanahan player you know, kind of scares me a little bit. So it kind of got me thinking, it's like, who are the players that like, they're not, some of them are bad players, but some of them are just players that you just hate in fantasy and that you just don't want to own. You know what I mean? Which is very polarizing because there's always going to be people that draft these players, but it's like, it's the players that you just don't want to have. The never again. Like you've had them once and you never want them again. So I'll go through my list and, um, I'll just tell you the ones I cooked up and then we can kind of, you guys can throw in your honorable mentions. Cause I'm sure I missed a ton. I just kind of did this during the show. Sure. So I'm my gonna pull up, I'm going to get started on mine and oh, I'm yeah. give you feedback. So my honorable mention is Rojo. Um, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like if you have Rojo, you're down bad already, but Rojo is just like, he's one of the worst players to watch visually like you're watching a bucks game you don't want to be watching rojo like it's just two yards into the line into the line into the line what am i doing you know what i mean oh i know what you're doing rojo rojo like he'll get the ball and he'll just start going down before he hits the line of scrimmage. (laughs) like he'll just start falling down he doesn't even try to get past and he gives you hope too it's like you're five points behind and you're like man i have rojo and it's just like like he's just got to punch in a one yarder that's it please break one loose but you know he's not gonna break one loose i actually i think my highest liked comment ever in the history of yahoo discussion is i started ronald jones one week last week and i just went in there and i was like i don't know why i'm here but i'm so (laughs) mad that i am and it just (laughs) racked up the likes yeah so yeah shout out rojo for giving me that one yeah so i have him as an honorable mention but now thinking he should probably be higher because I don't know how many people could relate to that. But I'm going number five. Uh, number five, I have James White. Just because he's like, he's he's so widely owned. Like, everyone has had their taste of James White. And once you have James White starting, you just feel bad for yourself. You're like, man, like, you look at your flex and you're like, I really have James White out here. Why but do I always make like... him sound so good? Exactly. If you're reading the, like, the write-up report before and they're like, he could go for a hundred yards receiving and a hundred yards rushing and a touchdown. Yeah. I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm getting him. And then, <laughs> and then, he, and then and Bill Belichick's playing. just like, yeah, you're not part of the game. <laughs> yeah, you're just not playing. Like, <laughs> like we're throwing in Rex. Rex yeah. Rick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, but Garrett Blunt's getting the work this week. Yeah. yeah. You're done. So it's kind of like James White slash any Patriots running back, but he's the best because he's like a receiving back and you always think that he's going to get action. And he oh, yeah. just never will. Hmm. <clears throat> Uh, number four is kind of like a newer player, so I don't know. It's a it's a little recency bias, but I'm going 
Clyde Edwards Hilaire just because I know Alex took him in his rookie season. Oh. <laughs> stuff. That and then first I took game him. was lit though. Game yeah, one the first was game, sick. We thought we were seeing a legend. And then last <laughs> season he was also like not playing for most of the season <laughs> so i don't know i don't even know if he's on the chiefs this year like what's going on is he injured oh he's, he's back for a big year he's not getting picked in fantasy from what i saw at his adp so i don't know if they have another running back or what's going on there but i thought i'd mention him um so yeah clyde edwards layer locking in number four that's and a good I, pick he's I think, he's at 68 right now yeah yeah so I think my top three is pretty... I feel like you guys could guess who the top three are. But, I, uh, I can't. I'm drawing blanks. Oh, you'll you'll understand once you hear it. I'm going number three. I'm going C-Mac, Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's great to have just because... Like, he's not number one simply because of, you know, Christian McCaffrey. But um, you're just like, it's constant anxiety watching him get the ball. Like, you never know. And he misses the season half the time. And it's just like he's either going to go 30 points a game or he's just not going to play. So Mm -hmm. it's just, you know, he's the most all or nothing type player. Definitely. I agree with that. Uh, Number two, I'm going DJ Moore. I wish Owen was here. (laughs) DJ Moore. Why is he going in the forties every single year? It's like, I'm not touching this guy. (laughs) DJ Moore has been due for a breakout season for the past like four seasons. And he's always getting drafted early. And he's always the guy that's like, you're going through your fantasy draft and you see like ADP one guy up here, 40 and the rest of you're picking through the sixties and like, everyone's yeah. scared to touch DJ Moore. <laughs> I call that the Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah. Yeah. And then someone eventually clicks him and they regret it for the rest of the season. And you know, you're going to get trade offers too. Cause the guy who picked DJ Moore, like he thinks that he's due for a breakout and he's like trying to get some value out of him. Still. Oh yeah. He's like, and, dude, he's got Baker now. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think DJ Moore is a great number two um and number one i feel like this is undisputed and i think phil has a policy for these players so um number one is joe mixon i feel like no one ever wants joe mixon that's my take i joe mixon gets skipped in the draft every year um he never performs off-field stuff no he's just bad i mean he was better (laughs) last year he was was, better he was good in like half his games and then the rest of the games he gets zero points i might have missed there but i just feel like joe mixon is just like poison like no one wants joe mixon on the team everyone i know who's ever drafted joe mixon isn't happy with it he's definitely that is true have you ever have uh, you ever had joe mixon i haven't but i think my brother had him last year and he was like super have you had him phil i had him in his first year and you were happy no, I was pretty disgruntled. I don't know anyone who's had Joe Mixon that comes out going, wow, I'm glad I drafted Joe Mixon this year. I've that's, never heard that happen in my life. This is a fair he point. He always gets off to such a slow start, and he doesn't play good until like his yeah. last four games. And then he has like a game where he drops 20, and you're like, big Joe Mixon game, like let's go. And then yeah. he drops four next week, and you're like, oh. Yeah. I don't hate that because I always feel like I'm getting offered. Somebody's offering me Mixon and they're like third best receiver for my best running back. I feel yeah, like I'm always no getting wa- that trade off. And no one like, wants no. Mixon. But like you look at him and it's like, okay, he's the number one running back on a good offense. Like he's going to get all the carries. Like why wouldn't this guy be good? But like no one yeah. wants him. Yeah. So yeah, that's my list. I'm dying to get my list off. Spit it, Alex. You got it. Spit okay, it. here we go. It'll it'll be quick. Um, Will Fuller. Yeah. Yeah. Disaster. Yeah. Disaster. Fast Waver guy can demon. take the top off the defense. This, that, torn ACL 50 minutes into the <laughs> NFL season. Next one, Devontae Parker. 
Oh yep. my God. How many times it's, it's, it's kind of the same thing like uh DJ Moore, but worse where it's like breakout year, breakout year. And he might catch like 10 passes. Yeah. Year. These are two players that are just permanently waiver wire. Like you've seen them on your team. Yeah. If like you haven't always, had, if you're telling me you haven't had these guys, you're lying. You've had always there with them for yeah. access. <laughs> yeah. This one's more of a personal one. Freaking Trey Sermon, dude. Oh my <laughs> God. That was I, so I bad. wanted him on my list, but I think one year isn't worth it. But yeah, that was that was <sighs> man. Bad. I it's yeah. I I wanted to put Ayuk as well. Like trust me, <laughs> I wanted to put Ayuk. But well, really anybody, if, like it's the Kyle I, Shanahan. I, I, that's what that's can, what made me think of this list. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think I'm gonna put the 49ers as like a stay away team. <laughs> yeah, just because f that feels no Bengals me So times, I, like I'll never forget. I wake up week one, I'm gassed. I'm like, I have two raw running backs: Saquon Barkley, Trey Sermon. <laughs> Trey Sermon scratched, not even, not even dressing. <laughs> it was a disaster. So really anyone on the 49ers gave away my other pick, Saquon Barkley. I just had a terrible year with him. Just great guy, great player, but just always getting injured. And the last one, um, David Johnson, dude. Oh my goodness. Oh man, dude. Last three, like last three, four years, everyone's like, he's so good. He's so good. He had a good first two years with the Cardinals, but after that, he's been he was so poor. Yeah. Yeah. He's just so bad. He's fallen off a cliff. So, yeah. I know a lot of people that have taken him. Obviously, no one's taking him, like, first round on the Tex when he's, when he's been on the Texans. But I know a few years on the Cardinals, people were taking him, like, first round. He was pretty disappointing. Yeah. That was a raw segment. That was. Yeah, good that was a great Adam. segment. Let's go. I'm happy we could Let's do go at him. That to me is more prevalent in my fantasy baseball, where I'll have a three week go around with a guy where I'm just like, oh my God, I'm ready to actually like spit at you if I see you. Um, my segment, I'm double dipping on Zach Wilson this week because I want to go back to that thing about parents and being a distraction. And I was thinking about it and I thought, here are the seven worst distractions, power ranked that you can have that prevent you from being an excellent NFL quarterback. So here's what I'm going with. No, at number seven, these are distractions, right? Like yes. things that will prevent yeah. you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So so number seven's pretty tame. Like it won't prevent you. No, and then further on down the list we go, right? Oh, so okay. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. So like less extreme to most ideas. extreme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I can't wait to hear this. At number seven, I got ayahuasca. It seems like if anything, it actually like helps you. It's like a PED. So it's like not yeah. the worst thing to have as a distraction. That's what it seems right. like to me from what I know about ayahuasca. Yeah. Number but six, it's blood doping. It is. It is. It's like you're literally like Lance, uh, Lance Armstrong. Yeah. Um, number six, I have parents. If this is a distraction for you, you this is a horrible excuse do not use it. Sure, like maybe they can be a little distracting, but how is your parents preventing you from doing your film? I don't I don't understand how this is a correlation. Anyway, at number 5 I got politics. If you're really like political, I could see this becoming a distraction. Like it's election season, you're like locked in. All you're doing is yeah. watching the coverage. Maybe you're, you know, you're getting in debate with your teammates. I could see this coming into play but I still think it's a pretty soft distraction. So I got it at five at four. I got food. 
You don't want to be like a Dwight Howard type of guy, like 25 candy bars a day. Like that could be a bit of a distraction over Who time. Who was my guy? Was it Jermaine O'Neal reaching like the Oreos were looking at? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The Oreos were looking at him. Exactly. So it can happen. Luka Doncic with the sweet tea. Yes. I mean, you don't want to be in the in the pantry instead of in the film room. So mm-hmm. it can come into play. We got it. That's it for number three. I got social media. Can't can't be digging it on the field if all you're worried about is retweets and oh, what's Alex saying about me on Twitter? <laughs> is, is he coming after my my sister and my mom? What's he doing? I mean, you can't be successful if that's you, unless that's you're right. Kevin Durant, which, I yeah. mean, in that case, you just come across as kind of soft. Number two, I got video games. We know you can only get so far as a quarterback with video games. We have seen a man addicted to video games, and he cannot win a playoff game. So this is a hard stance in the line that video games can be a huge distraction. Also, the numbers came out this week about double XP weekends. For Those Kyle ones are the worst. Yeah. Stay away from double XP weekends. That's a huge distraction. So you got to watch out. And at, num- <laughs> at number one, number one distraction, uh, nicotine addiction. I don't think that you could be successful as a quarterback if you're like on the sideline, like, where's my video? type of yeah, yeah i don't yeah. think that this is possible i think you would not be able to execute the no huddle offense i think there's a lot of limitations on the things that you could do as a quarterback with a nicotine addiction in the year 2022 so those are my seven distractions yeah i think we need to monitor when double xp weekends are for um the upcoming season and kind of keep that in mind for our picks you can yeah. make a lot of money off you know Figuring out who's playing double XP weekends and, you know, betting the other person. Faze Kyler. Yeah. (laughs) You got to watch out because the guy is an absolute demon online. Just obsessed. Can I say about the parents thing? Yeah. I don't want to hear then. Well, you know, I got to thank my family for getting me to this point. My mom and dad. No. One, you got to pick a direction. I don't want. And I'm sure, I'm sure he said that draft day because literally everyone says that draft day. But you can't say that, then walk it back by saying my parents are a distraction. So it's a weak move. Yeah. Yeah. Don't play both sides. Mm -hmm. I agree with this. I think that's a good take. Anyway, send Um, us home. And my just last one here kind of didn't really know what to do with this one, but um, Phil said, uh, well, not Phil, but I just realized Premier League starts tomorrow. Let's go. So kind of, kind of gassed about that. Always, always nice. But the one thing is that it always catches me off guard. Like, I know it caught Adam off guard. This year it it caught me way off guard. I thought it was a late August thing. It's because of the World Cup. So it moved up. So they started early? Yeah. That's true. I think a couple weeks, though. But it always starts in August. And I don't know why. I always have it in my head that every every single sport starts in September, no matter what. Yeah. But I just can't get my – like, it just doesn't make sense to me that it starts in August. But anyways, it caught me off guard. So I just kind of ranked things that catch me off guard. So number one was Premier League season because no matter how many times I try, I literally have – it just catches me off guard every time. It's like Arsenal-Leicester tomorrow. I'm like, when the hell did even training camp start and all that, you know? We're still doing transfers. Yeah, I'm, I know. I'm like, we're not even done with transfers, bro. Yeah. We're already starting the, the league. My second one is um, NFL Thanksgiving. This one always catches me off guard because – Canadian Thanksgiving is so much earlier than, than American Thanksgiving that I think that when we have Canadian Thanksgiving, 
uh, American Thanksgiving is right around the corner. So we have Canadian Thanksgiving. I'm like sick. American Thanksgiving is next week. Like it's gotta be like, why would they have Thanksgiving on different dates? Then I realize it's not for another three weeks and then boom sneaks up on you. I'm like, wow. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, I, it, it happens to me too. I remember in high school, Phil was like, Oh, like Cowboys game on Thursday. And I'm like, let's go. Like, I'm going to go home and watch. He's like, no, it's like during English class. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like get your yeah. phone ready. And I'm like, Oh, it's Thanksgiving. Like this make week. sure VPN is working by kickoff yeah. because you're going to need to stream it. I yeah, feel I like know. for me, I'm always kind of thinking ahead, but for me, it is true that that sneaks up. It's usually like the Monday I boot up a podcast and they're like, all right, three games on Thursday. Let's like pick the lines. I'm like, three games on Thursday. Like, yeah, that's not or, or the, or the one that catches me off guard too, is like, say you have like a Chicago bears or like lines fantasy player and you'll just be scrolling through your fantasy, like setting it up before the Thursday and they are already locked. Started. <laughs> they already <laughs> walked. And you're like, heat didn't know that. Man, that's a good so, one. So uh, that one catches me off guard. Third one here, Easter I guess just for the, like, Easter just catches me off guard all the time. It's because it's so random. Does it have alternating dates? Yeah, it's because sometimes it's in mid-March, sometimes it's in April. Sometimes (laughs) I feel like it's in May sometimes. Like, it's insane. It's just so variant. I have no idea. And then the last one here that catches me off guard, um, the MLB All-Star Game. I literally have no clue when this ever happens. Just happens. And when it does happen, I'm in a really good mood to actually watch like real baseball. But then like I got to wait like four days because because then there'll be all star break. So that one also catches me off guard. I literally have no clue when that happens. It just happens out of nowhere. So and then that kind of tells you like MLB all star is usually midseason, right? Yeah. It's like- and then I'm always like, how are we already midseason? I feel like yeah. it started like last month. Dude, the so- thing about the MLB all star game is it really does do that like the Jays will be playing on a Sunday, and I'm like, who do we have tomorrow? It's like, oh, the home run derby's tomorrow. Yeah. I'm like, when was this scheduled? Yeah. Like, how was I supposed <laughs> like, to know? Yeah. Like, I was actually looking forward to the next series. Exactly. But, so yeah. those are my picks. I like those. Those are good. I'm trying to think if anything really sneaks up on me. Maybe a 9 o'clock start time for a podcast really just. Oh, those are the worst. Mm, yeah. Zooms yeah. by. I don't know. Yeah. Tough. Maybe. For the in case the fans are curious, <clears throat> so like I said before, we were gonna start at eight, and then it got delayed to nine, and then further delayed to nine fifty short notice. So now we're sitting here and it's eleven twenty p.m. and Phil has a or six yeah. a.m. tea time, but waking up at five thirty. Yep. So and I'm he still gonna... has to edit. Yeah. So I'm gonna be. Are you gonna, uh... are you gonna skip that or? Oh, I never skip, man. Respect. But we're gonna take it kind of easy on this one. But I'm giving today a ten. Good job, everybody. Great job, boys. Excellent. Great job. Well yeah. done. Great job. Last minute power kill. Let's yeah. Go. Penalty kill, but that's yeah, okay. that's not weird. Not, <laughs> power play would have been adding one, but <laughs> the penalty kill is nice. So that was enjoyable. Good stuff. We'll be back on Monday. We're talking Broncos Chiefs. Have a good weekend. See you then.